quiet. Time for start show. Roggle defeat audience. Your move silently and high checks are successful. Good evening, lords and ladies. You have chosen your evening's entertainment quite wisely. You are about to experience the most wondrous spectacle in all of Western Scotalia. I am your host proprietor, Romande Zorfinde, and I welcome you to the 20 sided theater. Dancing lights! We join our heroes. Uh, really? Heroes? Yes. Heroes. Ugh. Give me a bluff check. God damn it. Fine. Heroes. It is the day of our heroes meeting with the mysterious Don Vincenzo, head of the League of Scotalian Bread Merchants at the Hall of Wheat. Allow me to introduce you to the insufferable bastards, Dark Brother Smid Caltrops, the half-bear monk and president of Bear Industries, a shapeshifter of near insurmountable strength and speed. Bread merchants think they can take out Bear Industries? Not if I have anything to say about it. Thrimlock Lenanian, a blindfolded elf sorcerer, with a potato perched upon his shoulder, and his minions, Torea Marsvel, an undead paladin, and Sir Gnome, his faithful gnome skeleton valet. Come on, Torea. You too, Sir Gnome, or I'll put you in a maze. Yes, sir. Yes, master. Tad Decent, LLC. Man of action, exterminator of Oakvale. Few words, many arrows. I'll turn Don Vincenzo into a pin cushion. Imanand Shenuda. He is known throughout the Empire as the Weaponsmith, and he serves as president and spokesman of the Shenuda Necromancy Corporation, a mummified human wizard accompanied by his skeletal cat familiar, Bastet. You can always count on the Shenuda Necromancy Corporation. We bring out the best in your dead. The Lady Issa Featherfoot, princess of the Pengonquin, a shape-shifting penguin assassin. Bow before the princess of the mighty Pengonquin, or I'll peck you in the face! And last, but certainly not least, yours truly. The inexplainable Romande Swarfinde, bard in extraordinaire, beloved of millions, light of the breaking dawn. Get on with it. An elven bard of pan-dimensional acclaim. But you already knew that, didn't you? Lords and ladies of my beloved audience, recline upon your gilded seats. 
quaff your libations, and thoroughly enjoy your evening at the Twenty-Sided Theater. Today, Today is the, the day, day of your, your meeting, meeting with Don, Don Vincenzo. Vincenzo. It is it the, the hour, hour of the sun. sun. The dawn, the dawn breaks, breaks over the city of Keras, the capital of Western Scotalia. The insufferable bastards are in the already busy common room of the Silver Calf, without a doubt the finest of Keras many inns. Romande, when is our meeting with this Don Vincenzo? Weren't you paying attention, Imanand? The message we received last night informed us that we were to go to the Hall of Wheat today at the hour of the council. That's not for three hours. Let's take out another bakery on the way there. Before we go, I'm going to send Terea on patrol. Terea, go get me a ragamuffin! As you command, Lord Thrimrock. She comes back a moment later, pulling a dirty child by his long, greasy black hair. All the while, she is still mounted on her horse. Spirit of the Swift Wind! Well done, Terea. What do you want the ragamuffin for, sir? Human sacrifice. I'm going to throw him back. This one's not very good stock. You're going to want a highborn child for human sacrifice, not some ragamuffin out of an alleyway. Check his teeth. Do you have no teeth, boy? Let me go, you big leathery... Well, it sounds like somebody needs to go on a... Quest! A quest to clean your mouth out. Go to the monastery hidden deep in the Echo Mountains, where the purity of language is studied. Learn about language and how to use it properly. I... I will, Master! I'll go to the top of the... of the language and learn to talk proper! Beware, Ragamuffin! If you fail to complete your quest, something horrible will happen to you! I don't... I, I don't know what bad things should happen. Hmm... I, I cast Time Stop. What bad things should happen to him? Thrimlock, you realize that by sending him on a quest to the Monastery of the Echo Mountains, he'll come back someday as a level 20 monk? Yeah, so what? Now what's a bad thing that can happen on a mountaintop that's language-related? Code strike? No, Tad, too simple. And also not language-related. His tongue could permanently freeze solid. He would never be able to speak again. Alright, sounds good. Time? Unstopped! Now go! Boy. I'm sorry you don't have any parents, boy. So you're going to have to go study with monks. But I do have parents. My mom is right over there. No parents at all. So it's off to the Echo Mountains, boy. Yes, yeah, yeah, sir. Ah, the insufferable bastards. We are the crucible through which the next generation is forged. This horrifying yet strangely charismatic party comprised primarily of necromancers and undead. Sometimes, a weapon is forged to fight a foe. Sometimes, a weapon is forged to defend a town. Sometimes, you teach children innate lessons about not cursing, even though it doesn't really matter. Onward! The Hall of Wheat is in the middle of Keras Town Square. On each corner, there is a Scotalian bread merchant bakery. They're like the Scotalian Starbucks. The town square is full of angry people mobbing around the bakers. Romande. Why don't you find I'll out, disguise myself as a Pengonquin warrior and gather information! Why, yes! I am a cleric who happens to have cast comprehend languages. Although, I still don't understand what you're saying. 
Perhaps my spell hasn't been attuned correctly. Now, let, let me see here. Quack, 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 Oh, the crowds. Yes, the crowds. The bakeries are all closed. The peasants cannot find bread to eat in the city. Oh, oh, get this. All the bills are outside of town half a day's journey. How are those peasants going to feed themselves? I, I, I don't understand. Uh, water? Swimming? Snakes! Oh, snakes! Well, since the bakery's closed, it seems the peasants have been eating roasted snakes. I, I suppose they're the only edible thing they can find in the city. The snake supply will soon run out. I mean... Why? Give, Give me, me a, disguise a disguise check, check against, against his, his sense, sense motive. motive. Oh, one. The cleric finally notices that it looks like you're wearing a tuxedo, and you have a yellow cup stuck on your face, like a beak. What's this disguise all about? What kind of person are you? Uh, uh, normal, regular old person. Give me a bluff check. Natural 20! That's right, a normal, regular old person. I just happen to be blindfolded and wearing a penguin suit. Do you have a problem with that, eh? Well, well, no, of course not. Is that illegal in this town? Hmm? Hmm? No, 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 no. Eh, fatso? <laughs> who, who do you think you are? I'm not fat, I'm punchy. Well, that's fair enough. I'll see you in ten years. Well, I gathered some information. I learned the following. You can't speak penguin! You know, Thrinlock, if you put two points into speak language, you can speak penguin. I hate you. I don't know. I might like this better. No, wait. That would make it even worse. Because you would still just be going, whack, 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 whack. I hate you. Psst, you hungry? Want to buy some roast snake? Ew. You're a snake man selling roast snake out of your grimy trench coat? What the hell, snake man? Why are you selling roast snake? That's like a cannibal selling human meat. I kick him in the shit. Ow! Look, I'm just trying to make some money. I kick him in the other shit. Ah! How did you know that the bakers were going to be closed today? Because... I was laid off last night. I'm going to kick you in the shin again. Ow! Look! My cousin was... That roast steak you're holding. Is that your cousin? No! Yes, you are! Quite sure. This is my second cousin. You! My first cousin was part of an experiment down in Drillin's Ferry. Apparently, the snakes they hired were being forced to knead bread dough on some sort of hellish assembly line. I only received one letter from him. I never heard from him again. So, uh, you want to buy some snake? Very delicious. Can I get a sample first? Sure. Try this one. 
Nah, not as good as mermaid jerky. Apparently somebody's been killing the bakers. Oh, really? Indeed. Somebody with no public spirit. What makes you say that? Bread is the fundament of Western Scotalian society. It's a symbol of everybody working together. The farmer, the teamster who brings the wheat into the city, the millers, the bakers. And, and the, the candlestick, candlestick makers. makers. Yes. The bakers make bread for the candlestick makers. And the bakers can't make bread unless they can see by the candlestick makers' light. And, of course, a little bit of meat makes everything better. We thought he might know something, but apparently he doesn't, so... I'm going to take this snake and go. The bakeries are closed because you've been destroying bakeries for the past two days. The crowds are starting to get rowdier. Town guards are here in force, but they're not doing very well at keeping people back in the bakeries. Someone in the crowd throws a brick through a window of a bakery. Right, first things first. Seeming. We all appear to be gnomes now. I'll also mass charm. Uh, let's carry the four and six, eight, nine. Um, our 113 citizens. And all the fleas upon them. They are now under my command. Wow, I can't believe how many fleas came off of Sir Gnome. He is flea ridden. Isn't he just a skeleton in some armor? He doesn't even have skin or hair. That's what's baffling. Well, since the fleas are now following Rome on day. Can I interest you in some scarabs for Sir Gnome? Their lustrous exoskeletons would complement the shine of Sir Gnome's armor. Romande, just scatter them wild on rampages to attack bakeries, bakers, town guards, and start the great Scatalia bread riots. Okay. As you ask, Master Bear? In a gazebo on the western side of the square, the band of the Red Hand begins to play. As their drummer, the war chanter Joran Swiftriver begins to sing, a full-on riot breaks out. I shall inspire this legion. Everyone within 60 feet of the war chanter temporarily gains a plus 19 attack bonus. The city is going to be devastated. Very soon, complete pandemonium reigns. Everybody, we need to calm these incompetent humans. Wait, no. We don't want people to calm down. This is perfect. The focal points of these riots are going to be the bakeries and the bread guild's assets. So this is really going to sap their resources. All the guards are going to be busy. In the midst of all this chaos, we go to the Hall of Wheat. Bread riots raging outside. Those are the circumstances which we have our discussion with Don Vincenzo. You enter the Hall of Wheat. There's a large bas-relief of a village at work carved into the wall behind the reception desk. Yes, how can I help you today? We're here for Don Vincenzo. I'm sorry, Mr. Vincenzo hasn't checked in yet, but I do believe you're expected by the council. Just go in through the door and up the stairs to your left. You climb the stairs. Guarding the door on the landing at the top are two slope-browed guards with protruding hooked noses and fishy lips. Oh, I knew guys in necromancy school who looked like that. 
What do you want? We're here to see the council. I'm going in there now. Wait, do you have an appointment? Yes! Okay. As I walk by, I touch one of the guards on the shoulder and cast Touch of Fatigue. Ooh. Don't fall asleep on the job. You walk into a room that is covered in a full room mural. Farmers, millers, dairy farms, an idealized version of a town working in harmony. Is it like those wizard college brochures where there's like a gnome and a human and a half-orc in a wheelchair? Yes, playing hacky sack with a dried goblin head. Give me a spot check. You easily spot the secret door underneath the mural. Search! You set off a whale of the banshee trap. Anybody not undead, give me a fortitude save. Tad decent? You're dead. Brutal. Ouch. Should have worn earplugs. Your cleric, Maldreth the Impious, is there with you. He'll just slap you with a revival file. Subtract 1,000 gold from your stores. You're at negative one hit points until you get healed. Issa, give me a disable device check. You successfully disarm the trap. Door opens to reveal a kitchen. Medea, who dares interrupt the great chef torte? Do not disturb the souffle! Guards! I'll charge the chef. The two guards rush in through the door and begin to change shape. They appear to be large wear turtles. The first guard attacks Romande with its staff. Ah! He's a god's damn Koopa! I'll heal Dad. Charge! The were turtle guard gets an attack of opportunity as you try to charge him. He hits you with a scaly talon, and your charge fails. God damn it! Friggin' turtle! Somebody set this turtle on fire! Tad decent, receive this healing. Whatever you do, do not disturb my souffle. The second wear turtle bites him and Get off me, turtle! I cast a prismatic spray pointing that way! Spellcasting next to him provokes an attack of opportunity. Fine! On his attack of opportunity, he gets natural 20. Mother does my spell still work? Give me a concentration check. Your spell fizzles and the mana is wasted. I quicken a prismatic eye. So he gets transported to the plane of my choice. Where do you choose to send the were-turtle guard? I'm going to send him to... Char. But also the other Char. Where both of these Chars mix. Oh, gods. Where it's like the Zerg versus Galvatron's Decepticons in an eternal war. Exactly! The souffle's in the oven? Yes, yes. the large souffle is in the brick oven. Kill the oven! I'm going to fire an arrow through the opening of the oven into the souffle. Alright, that's a called shot. Minus four to hit. Hey, I have a precise shot. So, no minus four to hit. Your arrow strikes true. No, you fool! The front of the oven collapses. A berserk souffle golem emerges from the ruined oven. Molten souffle filling spurts from the arrow wound, spraying Issa and Chef Torte. Oh dear, what have you done? Eat the souffle, quickly! 
The souffle golem slams a fist into Issa's beak. Where, turtle? Hear and obey my voice. The were turtle guard is now under your control. Both of Smith Caltrop's attacks miss Chef Torte. David, birthday hits. Guard, knock Chef Torte on his ass. Yes, master. My prismatic eye turns its gaze upon Chef Torte. Chef Torte fails his will save. He's getting transported to another plane. He's going to the Chars. No! Not Chars! Everything is off our court But as he draws his last, he somehow manages to trip himself on it. He falls and drops his bow. Molten souffle filling spurts onto Issa as the arrows hit home. Ow! This is gross! The souffle golem attacks you, Issa. Hitting twice. Hold monster! By the power of my silver tongue, I command you to stop! Vile souffle! The, uh, I guess the head of the souffle perks up a bit, but it doesn't stop. I'm going to attack the souffle. Smith, your first attack hits the souffle, but with your second attack, you strike Issa and deal double damage. You suck! I'm gonna need some healing. A lot of healing. My polar rays will slow this creature. The souffle golem is slowed, but it takes no damage because it is immune to magic. What's your move, penguin? Well, I'm not gonna hit Smid. What kind of penguin tactics are you hatching in that brain of yours? Are penguins tactical creatures? Or do they just wing it? I hate you. Luckily, the souffle golem is right here. Back, back! Issa and Smid take fire damage as the souffle's innards squirt out of the gaping holes left in its sides. Enjoy this nice frosty wind, penguin! Perhaps this will cool your birds! Ice storm! The souffle golem is slowed, but once again, it is resistant to magic, so it takes no damage. That's far! Even cold magic? No, even cold magic. It's like a zombie. It can only make single actions. It can move or attack once. I stand up and retrieve my bow. Many shot. Issa, Smid, and the Were Turtle all take damage as more molten souffle fillings spews from the new arrow wounds. Somebody heal me! I feel like I have 13 hit points. The souffle golem staggers after being struck by Tad's arrows. It sags, stops moving, and falls to the floor. Congratulations. Dancing lights! Pew! Pew! Does anyone need healing? You're God's damn right I need healing! Hey, what's that? My keen elvish senses detect something. It's a secret door! The door opens easily, revealing the council hall. The town council from Oakvale sits around the table. Your eye is drawn to a very distinctly empty seat. What is this? Treasury! You won't pay your taxes! Well, 
we have to do something. Who do you think runs the port? Or keeps the guards guarding the town? Not you. Since when? Since always. You've been gone. We had to do something, Bear. This Vincenzo showed up after you left. But you've been gone for months with no news. Nobody knew if you were alive or dead or... Of course we're alive. I'm not. I'm not alive either. Fine. We're each in whatever state of death or life or undeath that we prefer. I prefer to be alive. Well, too bad, Penguin. You're not. Thanks to me. Well, I, I suppose you're uh, going to kill us then. Is money all you want? Yes, we want you to pay your taxes. 10% of your business earnings. Well, that's easy. Why didn't you just send a crow or something? We didn't know where to send it. Use magic, you idiots. This is the Empire Scry for the a little sake. bit. I thought you were supposed to be sneaky council types. I mean, really. It's like you guys aren't even trying. Well, we're sorry. Anyway, Vincenzo told us to do it. I know, I know. And you said yes without even talking to me, so... We are the Stormtroopers and Town Councils. We do follow you, after all. And look where it's gotten you. Just remember who came before you. There was that half-demon cancer mage running things here. Yeah, we killed him. For you. So once again, you guys have totally blown it. Hang your heads. Get in a wagon. Go back to Oakvale and let us handle this. Don't make any decisions without talking to me first. And Sonoma will be there with a bag of gold to pay your taxes in... Six to eight weeks. Ten if he gets distracted. Until then... Quest, 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 gas quest. Now, do what you're told next time. Your quest is... To do your job. To do your job. And ask an appropriate representative from Bear Industries before making any important decisions. Well, I suppose we should still look for this Vincenzo. To get our revenge upon him. Uh, yes, exactly. Vincenzo, where is he? Well, he, he told us he was traveling to Cadova, wherever that is, to negotiate with, with King Prowther. That's where We had a meeting with Don Vincenzo set for today. We don't know anything about any meeting with him. He hasn't been here for eight days. Has anyone actually seen this Don Vincenzo? I mean, I, I did once. Well, 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 I mean, it was dark. I'm in the back room of the publican house. But I met him. Really? Describe him. Though you know, um, he's a, a bloke who's kind of effeminate, maybe. Um, there's a shadow right about... Here, where his face would be, uh, he had a big hat. A big, a big hat. With a big, uh, I don't know, plume of some sort. And the brim was folded up on one side. Romande, are you Don Vincenzo? No, of course not. He could be talking about any elf. Councilman, where did you say this Don Vincenzo went? Don Vincenzo told us he was traveling to Catavan to beat King Prather. That's all. Can we teleport to Catavan somehow? I don't know. Do you know where it is? I shall consult my knowledge of the arcane. According to the histories, the arcanist Zertolio the Unintelligible once relayed a story of the paradise of foodstuffs. Why Zertolio chose to tell the story in a treatise on the ancient arcanist blacksmiths of San Descar is beyond even my knowledge. Cadavan was mentioned frequently. 
Unfortunately, the story and the rest of the tome is almost unreadable due to Zertolio's poor grammar, liberal use of made-up symbols, and woefully inadequate penmanship. Scholars have not been able to agree whether the word Calavan was referring to a being, a place, or a technique used in psychological defense. Psychological defense? Interesting. I shall consult my knowledge of the plains! Cadavan is a free city in the russet hills of the plain of Hykon. I have studied the religions of all the known worlds. It is said the goddess Harvane once established realms for all of her bounties as a reward for their service to the great cycles. Is Hykon the plain of wheat or something? I believe it could be the plain of potatoes. Oh dear. Russet hills. Really? Gods damn it. Before we go, I'll send Sir Gnome to Oakvale with the taxes. Will 10,000 gold shut you up? Yes. We could simply shift Sir Gnome to Oakvale so that he gets there quicker. You know, with magic. But we're right here. You don't need the money right away. You can be poor a little while longer. Sir Gnome, I place you on a quest to bring this gold to the town council in Oakvale. Take your time. Have an adventure. Get picked up by an eagle and made into a nest for a while. Quest, Sir Gnome! Yes, master. To Hikon! And so... In our lives, we dream and play at many things. Yet we have the conceit that only we dream of being other than we are. How many of us have dreamed of knighthood? Or wielding the eldritch forces? Or taking the forms of beasts? And why should not all creation dream so? The goddess Harvane, in all her bounty, would reward the humblest of plants allowing their afterlives to fulfill their deepest dreams. The heroes of Oakvale and Western Scotalia were like many of us, having never dared to ask, would a potato ever dare to dream of being king? Visit the 20-Sided Theater online at 20sidedtheater.tumblr.com. The 20-Sided Theater is a joint production of Bear Industries and the Shenouda Necromancy Corporation. This episode stars John Abenante as Smid Caltrops, Blake Parker as Imanon Shenouda, Kerry Quatrin as Issa Featherfoot, Kian Quatrin as Thrimlock Lenanian, Rory Quatrin as the ineffable Romandes Warvinde, and Chris Wong as Tad Decent. Story by Rory and Kean Quatrin. Original audio transcription and script by Blake Parker. Edited by Blake Parker. Sound effects designed by Ben Vonkan, Blake Parker, Bozone, Graf2, C. Joseph Walker, C. Fork, CG Effects, Cyberkinetic Films, Cognito Perceptu, Dalamar Grimm, D. Doler, D. Piper, Dobroid, Erdie, Freesound, Freakman, GGC Took, Halleck, Joel Audio, John Abenante, 
Lone Monk, Matt Vosser, MOM, Mr. Bubble 110, Next Making, Noise Collector, Patchen, Push to Break, Rock Savage, Rory Quadron, Rutger Mueller, Sparncar, Steven Saldana, Stevie Goes 93, Cinemax, Tambor, Wolf Singer, Zero Lag Time, and Zimbal. Music by Bart Spans, Broken Cities, O Ame, Sylvius Leopold Weiss, Tootwoo and VCMG. For a complete list of, and links to, all the music you heard on tonight's episode, visit 20sidedtheater.tumblr.com. Join us next time at the 20-Sided Theater.